you once said, uh, if I could play the tour drunk, I'd win every week. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Hey, get, get the fuck out of here. That's not gonna go over well. <laughs> it's amazing where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20 footer I looked at. Stupidest fucking design. Here you're being wimps, you don't even want to drink Fireball, man. That's nothing. I mean, I drink vodka straight, man. Come on, quit being you know what. So the way I look at it, you got to take a shot every hole. That would be my ultimate goal. I think your golf game will get better. Three, man. three on the course, yeah, at least three on the course. And then maybe after the round, I'll have one more, so four. It could be upwards of eight some days, you know. Yeah. But again, they're, they're smaller, so it's not like it's this, you know, huge shaker bottle you know, thing, right? It's Hi. We'll see ya. Yep. Oh no, every fucking time. I mean, I take 15 seconds and go. And I've done all right, so I don't understand what they're... It's just frustrating as a player. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast. Wow, this one's a special one, guys. We got episode number 59. I'm your host, Jackson. I'm here with my other co-host, Sean. Hello, Sean. Hello. How no you guys Nick doing? again. No Nick again. Yeah. Actually, yeah, no, no Nick again. But we we have who could be his father, though. <laughs> there's technically don't know. We technically don't know. Yeah, there's no way to know for sure. Actually, we technically do know who, who Nick's dad is, so it's just wrong. But Yeah, but we're not supposed to. If if you guys have been listening to our podcast, if you've listened to our podcast more than once, you will know this name, the man, the myth, the legend, golf balling's first ever. I guess you could say customer because you are this Doug. Hello, Doug. How's it going, guys? Wow. This is this is actually the first time I've ever spoken to Doug. <laughs> I feel like I know him so well, and we've never talked. Yeah. Doug's live from Montana. Uh, I don't know if anybody else. Do other people live there? No, or is it's it just Doug. Yeah. Yeah? Just wow. speaking. Actually, <laughs> there's a follow of you guys. This is Levi LaFrath. He's, he's here. He's my golf buddy. There we go. What's, what's golf? I've asked you this before. What's golf like in Montana? Um, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I feel like that would be a cool state to play golf in. As long just as very... you're on, like, west side. The east side kind of sucks. It's just flat and not yeah. fun. It's like North Dakota. Ah, yeah. We we Illinois boys know a little bit about flat golf. Yeah. <laughs> I see your stories, and I feel like it's always just beautiful. It's just always yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just a scenic state. It's just, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, well, guys, today we're talking about. Something we've chatted about in the past, but we've got some some new ones. Sean's excited for this one. We got Golf Pet Peeves back and ready to go. Yeah, I uh, I didn't listen to my original Pet Peeves, but mm. I remembered some of them, so I tried to keep it different this time. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Ready. And we also have a PGA.com article where apparently they got 191,000 plus pga.com facebook nation replies and uh they listed nine of the biggest golf pet peeves and you know after skimming through the article i 
it's going to be a fun article, I think. It's going to be a fun article. So, also, if you want to watch this on YouTube, go ahead to the Golf Balling YouTube. I'll probably link it in the description. Um, we actually uploaded the – Doug, do you see the – do you watch any of the uh, can Golf Balling Break 85 in a professional golf tournament? I did. Remember, I said you have a better swing than Nick. Oh, yeah. That's true. true. <laughs> Which, in those videos, is – very factual. Nick's swing <laughs> looks horrible. I was watching that video. Yeah, so you guys can go watch it on our YouTube. It's live as of last night. But I was watching that video again, and it's just, man, Nick's collapse on the last three holes is tough to watch, man. It's, it's tough to watch. Seven, 17 it was, was building up, though. Like, the whole yeah. time was like, where's the collapse? Where's the collapse? It's coming. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> He wasn't playing a great round of golf, but he wasn't playing. He was scoring pretty, pretty well. He was like what three over, four. Yeah, over. yeah he what was seemed he? like he three was over, scrambling a lot. Yeah, yeah, he was scrambling. He was, he was struggling out there on seventeen and eighteen. Those were tough holes. Yeah. I think we've all had that round where it's like you're just kind of holding it together, and yeah. then you send one out of bounds or something, and you're like. Oh no, there it goes. Yeah, he put it in the water on 17, the par three. And you can tell Nick's Nick's got that pressure with first off, he's trying to become a professional golfer. So you don't want to be shooting poorly in this tournament. And then also you got me trying to break 85. And anytime Nick and I play golf, probably isn't gonna be Nick's best round of golf. So I love I love the overwhelming negativity from Nick in the outro. <laughs> and then Ryan, our editor, was just like, "Yeah, he'll he'll be back on the course tomorrow." Like, who's he kidding? <laughs> I always forget that. First off, there's no intro to that series, which is pretty no. funny. There's no intro. We forgot to upload the intro, and then the outro isn't even the one we wanted. That was like, because we, we were like, <laughs> Nick was way too negative. Let's redo it. <laughs> Nick's all depressed. He's got a caniac in front of him, but it couldn't cure his his golf course depression, which is tough. Yeah, that's when you know it was a bad day. Yeah. Well, Sean, you want to get it? You want to get the ball rolling? What do you yeah. got for me? Um, so a lot of mine are just about specific people. It kind of oh, goes okay. along with our new uh, our new segment. Don't be that oh, guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I play in a play in a golf league here at school, and this is what made me think of this. But I one of my pet peeves is bad golfers who think that they're amazing. Like, they don't even know enough about golf to recognize the fact that they're horrible. Well, what's horrible to you? What are they shooting? Like, what do they think they're shoots, shooting? He probably shoots 120. Oh, uh, my God. Jeez. And I, so first time I played with him, I'm, it was me, a kid who's like a six, and him. So, like, two pretty good golfers and this guy. And on one hole, we both hit our tee shots, like, center of the fairway, 300 to 310 and this third comes like driving up like right next to us he's like is my ball around here i'm like dude you hit a tree 200 yards back <laughs> like your tee shot went maybe 100 yards that's and, funny because i don't know anybody like that that's got to well, be a graduate there was thing. a there was a kid on our on our team he was a freshman when we were sophomores at high in high school jackson oh and I remember he used to constantly tell me like that he thought he should be a scratch golfer, and he was one of our worst players. Did we get an initial? Uh, Jay, he 
he only played golf for like one year. Very interesting. Oh my god! Goes to my school now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wait, what? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Can you text it to me? Because I don't know who the hell you're talking about. Um, I thought I did, but I don't. You go to a new school now, so I'm like, that's kind of. But I, I just don't. (laughs) He thought he could be a scratch. Guys, this. The person he just texted me shot like I swear to God he's shot over seventy in a nine hole match before. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> he used to constantly tell me like I feel like I should just be hitting the ball so much better. I'm like, no, <laughs> you're not good. <laughs> uh, Doug, you got a pet peeve off the top of your head? You know that old man that stands in the middle of the fairway like while he's waiting for you, like just. Eyeing you down, <laughs> wanting you to move faster. Even though, like today, we played a three-hour round and he's still behind us, hand on hip. We're moving too slow for him. <laughs> Dude, old men, there are only two types of old men who play golf. There are people who play, like, wicked slow, just miserable being behind them. And then there are those guys that are just trying to get out of there as quick as possible. Like, they just rip around and just death glare everybody. Yeah, it's like it's expected of them in retirement. So they're like, oh, I'm going to go do my obligatory golf. (laughs) Yeah, I got to play 200 rounds a year, even though they hate it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Don't be the don't be the hand on the hip guy. It's good to know. I I never have that hand on that hip. Um, That's so number nine on this article is um, the do you think I can hit yet guy? The person, this is the person who is far from a long hitter. Next thing you know, he's got 300 yards left for a second shot into a par five. Group of heads on the green. I should probably wait until they're off the green. For what? That's what they say. See, yeah. I, I, can't, I, can't I can't put disagree. that as a pet peeve. Yeah, I can't because I'm that I mean, guy. I'm the guy. I, what if I mean, you get a hold I, of it, Sean? What if you get I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's a pet peeve of mine. I usually just say, like, oh, you're good to go. Yeah, I, I, I'm always very proactive there, so I don't really encounter that too much. Okay, okay. So since there's nine, I guess I'll, I'll do like I'll do three, and then you guys can can list one. Number eight, which is this is a horrible one. I, how is this a PGA.com article? The where's the beverage cart guy? Let's cut I to the chase. Do we really need to hear all of these, or can you just pick the best ones? Because no, because I want to go through. Them. Number seven, since I'm not playing well, I'm not talking to anybody in the group or I'm going to complain about everything, guy. And that's that's Nick, and I can agree with that one. But this is this is his personal favorite golf course pet peeve. It's it's not the end of the world if you shoot if you don't shoot the course record in your Sunday morning league, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I, I, yeah, I was that guy for a while, but I've, I've recovered. I, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, there you go. Nick, Nick still struggles with that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm actually just gonna say number six because it's just kind of stupid again. But the leave the green messy guy, I, I can agree, but I don't really know many. The examples they're giving are sunflower seeds and. Um, ashing cigars or cigarettes uh, or s- their smokeless tobacco on the green. Um, 
they say even Jason Duffner wouldn't do that. So yeah, I mean that is that is really annoying. You, you do see a lot of people just leave SIGs on the green. Yeah, but I've never actually like encountered that in a in a plane. How do you leave a SIG on a green? I don't know. I've I see it quite a bit at the place I work. Oh, it really uh really frustrates me. Yeah, fuck them. All right, we got. So this one is a another one inspired by an old teammate. Oh, nice. Um, at high school. This was college. He he got caught soft. It was only oh. one year that I played with him. But um, the people who wear the the red Nike like blade collar shirt with black pants and a black hat, thinking they're Tiger Woods, like first of all, it, you can't steal Tiger's look. And they they just have they they got an attitude to go with it. Like I remember one tournament in the spring. This guy, so he was like one of the worst players on our team. I mean, obviously, given the fact that he got cut sophomore year. And he tweeted before one of our tournaments, woke up feeling dangerous. And um, the kid, like the kid from the other school that I was playing with, I the first he told him that, that he tweeted that. And he's like, what the fuck is he expecting? Is he, is he going to rip 87 today? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> So just yeah, people who try to dress like Tiger Woods—that's that's my pet peeve. All right, I've never—I've also never seen that. Have you seen that, dog? Um, there's some people around here I've seen try to do it, but it's funny <laughs> you said that, Sean, because I was going to go with Ricky Fowler, the I, I considered, I considered yeah, that yeah, the one. Ricky Fowler one's huge. So actually. I'll just I, say that one now since we're yeah. on it. But it's like, what are you going to go hunting today? Sorry, <laughs> bud, you ain't no birds i sean when we played when we played in high school golf in the illinois tournaments i swear to god there would be one person every single tournament trying to be ricky fowler yeah the uh the like early to mid 2010s were were a bad time for that it's tough man and then the hat i also i also just think (laughs) yeah right (laughs) Luckily, luckily, Ricky's even moved away from that look. Uh, it keeps it a little more casual, but I remember seeing like the all like the orange pants and orange shirt, orange hat at a junior tournament, and you're just like, dude, you look stupid. <laughs> you look so stupid. Half the time, the colors weren't even like matching very well. <laughs> Different shades <laughs> of orange going. <laughs> Sean, I actually just I actually just thought of what your last pet peeve is. Um, if it's tailored last- to me. My last pet peeve, or no, the the one that. about me, really? No, it's not people who give themselves putts and or mulligans. No, I give myself putts all the time. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Mulli- uh, mulligans, I don't really care if, as long as we're not playing a match. Yeah, yeah. And it's well, cool. if you're if you're gonna do that, you can't brag about your score either, which you know you do do so. Well, yeah, you know, if I was, uh, you know, if I was, if I was thinking, if I was focused, Sean, the ball wouldn't be OB, and I'd just play it where it usually goes, down the center of the fairway, two sixty-five. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about? Uh, it's just, I, I, I gotta go with for my first pet peeve. It's gotta be. 
it's a it's a it's like a mix. It's a hybrid of people who either hit hit your golf ball thinking it's their golf ball, or people who get mad at you for hitting it close. Parentheses, air quotes, not parentheses. And you weren't even like near them, or even if you were, and you just you know sorry, or you yell four. If you yell four and the person's taking the ball, it's still to me like pretty, pretty stupid. Like you know, just uh, I learned my lesson. I'll yell it next time louder for you. Like, why do you have to take my golf ball? What do you think that's gonna? I'm, if you take my golf ball, like I'm gonna hit you on the next hole. I, <laughs> I'm going right for you. <laughs> We're actually skipping this green and waiting for you on that tee box. <laughs> when you in our, when you're in my driving range, that's right when I'm teeing it off. So right when they're 180 out. <sighs> <laughs> oh, this is my big no. This is my biggest pet peeve, and for this, we talked about this a lot. I actually feel like Doug, you messaged me about this. Um, earlier in corona but because you know you can't have water coolers really during the pre whatever whatever it was regulations empty water coolers I, come on come on that's a good one come on dude fill it up it's water bro dude that <laughs> just reminds me that reminds me of our high school days old orchard had the best water in illinois and you know, I would I would constantly be looking forward to that water cooler that's between uh, four and fourteen. Yeah. And it was the worst when you get there on a hot day at practice and it was empty. Yeah. Or when at least like, how about when there's ice at the bottom and you can get like a little bit, and then someone goes in front of you and they get the last like, they get like maybe like half a cup of like just a quick swig of water, but it's ice cold, and you're like. Fuck you like i can't do anything with that (laughs) (laughs) yeah that i've encountered that quite a few times in my day pretty disappointing all right you got another jackson i got like six more ready for you oh let's get let's hear well some of them overlap a little bit so i'll probably go with like four more um this is one of my bigger ones people who honk every time they drive by a by a golf course like i don't i just don't get it what 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 satisfaction do you get from thinking like oh shit i just i just upset somebody else like i'm trying to ruin his day why is that fun for you i don't i would never do it i do it on the train every time because we go by golf courses both ways and i'm just jealous i'm like fuck that guy i want to be him Yeah, you never know. You never know what that honk means. You don't know if it's a fuck you or losers. You're playing golf, or I envy you. I'm with my wife right now, or I have to go <laughs> get married. Married, I can't. I can't do that. But did you guys see the video? Either of you see the video of Patrick Reed about to hit a tee shot in a car honks, and he just like looks back. Like he didn't get pissed or anything, but I just thought it was funny that it was Patrick Reed. Somebody was honking at Patrick Reed. I did not see that, but I'm very surprised that he didn't get pissed. <laughs> Bryce I, is going full roid rage if that happens to him. Yeah. There, there have been some storylines about Bryson uh, that I've seen on Twitter today. Like, what? first of all, he's uh, he's busting out that 48-inch driver at Augusta. I saw yes. that. Look out for that. No one's, and then, no one's um, a chance. 
I saw I saw somebody like jokingly said that there's there's a chance Bryson will happy Gilmore one during a tournament. And then somebody else responded with a quote. And it was it was a quote from Bryson. He's just like, yeah, I the reason I decided to put on the, all this distance was I was watching Happy Gilmore, and I was just like, oh shit, I should hit the ball further. <laughs> so there's a hundred percent that there's a hundred percent chance Bryson's gonna Happy Gilmore one soon. That's a true story. That quote is true, and wow. just given given that, you gotta think you gotta think he's busting it out at some point. Man, anytime I think of Happy Gilmore, I just like I, I want to drop everything and go to Subway. Like I just, I'm not even a big Subway guy. I just, I just need like a Subway sandwich like in me whenever I hear the word Happy Gilmore. Well, uh, go take your trip to Subway real quick. Doug and I will finish this part. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? And this is then Jackson will be doing the Happy like ad for it. Yeah, right at the end of us finishing. <laughs> my uh, my new move during podcast might be anytime anytime you start getting too fiery and disagreeing with me, I'll just I'll just say the word happy the words happy Gilmore, and, I'll and you'll, you're gonna have to leave. <laughs> All right, how about this one for you guys? So Sunday or Saturday when I'm playing Jackson Park. Every single hole, all 13 or 14 holes I played. So you have a circle of a green. Every single hole was, first of all, it was sloping downward. So the lowest point was in the front. And at so the back, it was the highest. And every fucking, I just literally every single pin for like the front nine was, it. first off, if this were a professional golf tournament, Everyone would be so annoyed because there's like uh, maybe five feet of green in front of the pin. And then it's like the fairway, which I just thought was so annoying that it was it was every single hole. And if it wasn't at the front, it was at the complete side. And it's like you can't even put your putter you or you couldn't lay down and be on the green. Like you're still... It's like a three-foot range from the right side of the green, the the pin, to the rough. Like three feet. Well, given that the rule is supposed to be nine feet, um, either either you're wrong or no, those greenskeepers no. need to need to make some adjustments. I, I, I the I, greenskeeper needs to get laid. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah. playing. You can always you can always tell when it's been a while for the greenskeeper. It it was I guess it was fine because it was a joke of a course it's a park district course but still like the poor pin placements those bugged me they bugged me at courses like that they just bug me I don't know. all right doug doug you got another one or do you want me to uh me to go with mine i mean this one's pretty standard i just fix your ball marks i don't know yeah it just yeah, I uh, I think that was one of mine in the first in the first one we did. I I, I get very frustrated about that. Yeah, because I'd say on on average I fix at least three per green. I was gonna say you would hate like a lot of golf courses I play. They're everywhere. Well, yeah, you play <laughs> shit everywhere. golf courses. You'd spend twenty five thirty minutes on each green fixing every single ball mark. 
Yeah, that's why I just, when I play a course like that, I just don't putt. I assume I'd make everything and just move on. Wow. No. Can uh, you do that? No. <laughs> that's my puppy. Actually, there was, uh, there was this one coach in my conference. And so he used to, like, play whenever the team was traveling. And he was notorious for, like, no matter what, he'd, he'd give himself a two-putt. Or if he hit it inside 10 feet. Or actually, it was inside 15 feet. He'd say that it was good. Like, he's just like, yeah, I, I know I'm going to make it, so what's what's the point? <laughs> so he, he would hit, like, nine putts per day and just be like, yeah, I shot 64 today. <laughs> and his team would just be like, dude, you probably would have shot at least 78. <laughs> that's that's a sandbagger, right? Well, yeah, I mean, but he didn't actually. He just, no, he just like thought the reverse he reverse sandbagging. Well, the yeah, reverse that's sandbagger. Yeah. Yeah, that's a vanity handicap. But he just he just thought he was really good and really wasn't. It's disgusting. Yeah, um, but my my next one is a uh, is a theme very prominent for for average to blow average golfers, and that is that they constantly miss short on their approach shots. Like I, I just like especially when I'm that's, caddying. That's your pet peeve. Yeah, I just hate watching amateur <laughs> golfers who miss every single green short. I have never seen an amateur golfer miss long, and it just pisses me off because they're like they're like 150 out, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna hit nine iron here. I'm like, you should be hitting like at least seven. Yeah, like just I, just take more club. There, there, yeah. there's no reason to to miss short every time. Yeah, I can. I I think I feel that when we play with people who aren't as good, they're shooting above a hundreds or whatever it is, and they're asking me my clubs on par threes, and or they're asking me they're like a hundred and forty yards out, and they're asking me for, you know, what club should I hit, like yeah maybe like choke up a nine or hit a soft nine, no I'm gonna go with the pitching wedge. Yeah, like, I uh, I was playing with a kid a couple weeks ago. He's like a 20 handicap and on a like 150 par three into the wind. He asked me what I was hitting. I was like, I'm just hitting a little choke down nine. He's like, oh, I'm hitting gap wedge. I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? (laughs) Like, you're not getting anywhere close to the green with that. Sure enough, he hits this balloony gap wedge. It ends up like 40 yards short. And he's just like, oh, I guess I should take more club. I'm like, Yeah. No, no <laughs> shit, man. So that's just a common theme for most most golfers. It's just everyone needs to take more club. That guy Maybe probably throw out the old, uh, must be a lot more wind up there than I realize. Yeah, that 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 was that was the next thing that came out of his mouth. I was like, yeah, that's why I'm hitting nine. <laughs> can't 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 catch it fat when that wind's blowing as strong as it as it is in our face. That's on him. <laughs> uh, I I think this might be my. I might end this. I might end it with this one because I think this is my favorite one ever, and yeah, I think it's my favorite one ever. I don't know if Sean's gonna like this one. I feel like Doug's a guy's guy. I feel like he's gonna like this one. The annoying starter, where basically just starter, basically just an annoying starter. Like first off, you got the whole receipt thing, like. If you throw, if I throw away every receipt I get the second it's in my hand. The second it's in my hand, I throw it away or I put it in my golf bag. Especially when you play fall golf, 
if you can see the person come out of the clubhouse, what do you think I just did? Do you think I just went and like got lunch and I'm just gonna I plan on just walking onto the course? I thought you went and dropped a deuce real quick. A little uh, pre round routine. And didn't pay. And didn't pay. Yep. I'm just dropping the ball. It's a, <laughs> you dropped the either. deuce and hit the greens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's just I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan of those. And I'm thinking specifically of the old orchard. I story. knew I knew that that's who you were talking like I'm about. Just, I'm thinking of our high school but starter, and he's speaking, just an old man. Speaking of that guy, do you remember the one round we were playing? Like, so this guy's old as dirt. He's I mean, I don't, I don't know how he was still employed at this point. Um, he's still. But there was one round where he was just like in his cart in the fairway, passed out, like in the what? middle of the second fairway, <laughs> and I legitimately thought he was dead. I was like, and then like we're walking by him, and all of a sudden he just like jumps, and he's like, "Oh, I'm like, what the fuck, receipt." <laughs> Yeah, that guy kicked us off quite a few times, though. Never fun. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what else you got? Jackson, I I don't really have... A lot of my other ones are kind of kind of tied into the others. Okay. They're the ones I've already said. So I'm just going to I'm just gonna say mine about you. Um, <laughs> my biggest pet peeve... In all of Your golf. biggest pet peeve in all yeah. of golf? Probably in life. Uh... Uh-oh. Yeah, they're coming for you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, is people who drink champagne on the golf course, specifically when they turn 21 and hit 300K on Instagram in the same day. What's the problem with champagne on the golf course? <laughs> I, don't know. I was just writing these and I started like chuckling to myself. I probably looked like a fucking idiot, but uh, I just love it funny for that because to bring a bottle of champagne to the golf course is absurd. You didn't even bring any cups. You just brought the bottle and you're walking around with it like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I saved it. I saved it to hold 16, I think. It was funny because I was still like pretty drunk and I on hole uh, 13 or 14, there's these people in front of us. It's like a, it's getting, I think my birthday was on a Sunday, so it was kind of a slow round. And I, there's like these two just normal dudes in front of us. They just teed off and I'm like, hey, do you guys have Instagram? And they're like, yeah you should follow golf balling. And one of them knew what golf balling was. And the story before that, I like made fun of them for playing so slowly. Oh no. (laughs) So by the time the round's over, he's like, LOL, were you like talking about us? Oh man. (laughs) Like, no, 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 not you guys. (laughs) That must have been the group in front of you. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Really I felt like a, felt like a big dick there, but uh, you know he's a cool guy. But I I just totally I was too drunk. I forgot to delete the story. It just it's totally slipped my mind. There's a there's a pretty large chance that that man has since unfollowed. Yeah, it'd be I could probably go back to my birthday and see if he's still following me. I don't remember his name, but I could check all the DMs on that day. So 
That's a that's a tough that's a tough uh, pet peeve you got, Sean. I um, <laughs> I, th- I think I think it's a bold move, and I like it. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, every hundred k, we I I celebrate with a bottle of champagne to myself, and everyone can have a sip here and there, or whatever it is. And so you know, if it just so happens that I hit three hundred k on the golf course, the champagne's coming out. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna have to fi- figure something out for 400k. Might have to uh, might have to come back to Chicago for that. Or or maybe a Zoom champagne at worst. Or or you just come <laughs> to the beautiful state that is Indiana. Yeah, it's no, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Especially I'd rather live in North Dakota, I think. Yeah, about <laughs> Canada. <laughs> well, Indiana just shouldn't be a state. We've established that, but yeah. it's all right. Doug, you got any more pet peeves? Um, just negativity. Like when people are just having a bad day on the course, it's like, man, you could be working, doing yeah. something else. Yeah. If you don't like it, you leave. They need a they need a beer or something. Yeah. They just need calm something. down, have fun. Yeah. It's it's, it, it's very tough for me to comment there. Um. I used to be that. I used to be a super negative person. <laughs> well, I am a very negative person in, just in general. Uh, usually, usually jokingly, sometimes not so jokingly, but on the golf course it used There's to. There's a difference used between to... sarcasm and negativity. Yeah, but a lot of people don't understand it because they say that my tone That's doesn't true. change. It doesn't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's actually something I really pride myself on. <laughs> that's that's the best sarcasm. You shouldn't be able to tell. Well, then I like that because I feel like my sarcasm's like that sometimes too. So it makes me feel a little better there. I don't really. I remember like you and Nick being like like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think if I were to encounter high school Nick and I right now, I would just beat the shit out of both of them. <laughs> Jeez. They were just <laughs> the worst human beings. <laughs> All right, Doug, the floor is yours, number one fan. You got you got anything else? I don't. No. Oh, I no. I th- I I have an idea. Okay. I think I don't know if you actually saw this this morning cuz nobody else responded but me. Um another another one of our avid listeners, Tom Kilgannon. Oh yeah. He he DM'd us a question and I think I think we should debate it. Yeah. So his question was, let's let's say you're on a on a par four and on your approach you you dunk it. Like doesn't doesn't touch the green at all. Does that count as a green in regulation? Wait. Wait, what? No, so, it's under regulation. No, so well, it wouldn't be under regulation. Where's the ball at land? You just the ball just, just lands out, right? on your second shot on a par four. It landed where? You cut off in the hole. In the hole? So you just dunk an approach shot on your second shot on the par four. That's what Is he it green and regulation. That's what his question meant. Yes, I've never done that. In, I've done that maybe twice in my life. I thought he meant if you like land your ball on the fringe, but you still putt. Does it count as a green and reg? And I'm like, no. Nah. Oh, so that's why you came back with actually looking back at it. I realized you did. You were, you did participate. Nick didn't. 
Yeah. That's why you came back with that cocky ass answer. Like <laughs> I would count those towards my GIRs, but <laughs> I thought you were just being an asshole. <laughs> Turns out the guy with like one dumb. eagle in his life. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> my initial reaction to to Tom's question was like, of course that counts. I mean, the the, the holes within the perimeter of the green. The ball comes to rest within that perimeter. I'd, I'd say it counts as a green in regulation. And then he responded with the definition of a green in regulation from Google. <laughs> you gotta love it. As a green is considered hit in regulation if any part of the ball is touching the putting surface, while the number of strokes uh, taken is at least two fewer than par. So by that definition, it's not. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just not very, um, what's, I'm just not very, what's the word of the stuff inside of you that makes you, I'm not very passionate, <laughs> fucking passionate was the word I'm thinking of, it's tough, I'm not I, very passionate I about I thought you were trying to think of the word blood or something, just when no, you say the I, stuff inside of you, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I've only, I've just only, like, I've only made ego, like, probably twice in my life and i've never hold out for an eagle so yeah. i've never even or even for a birdie or so could that count for a bird so are you saying like what if you were chipping no, gotta, it gotta be for eagle then no i've never i just have never even dug have you had that occurrence uh i hold out yeah and i chipped in on a par five wow. those are my only only eagles so. you count those green regs Apparently not. <laughs> See, I, I still I still count them. I think yeah, I probably would have. It's to count it's it. such a specific occurrence that um I don't like. They're not gonna write that in the rule. I mean, it's just kind of an exception to the rule, I guess. But uh, Jackson, I think Tom's gonna be very disappointed once he listens to this podcast. I really hope because, Tom doesn't listen to this podcast. Because he, <laughs> oh, he will. But after you sent that cocky ass message, he responded, "See, Jackson's a real man. You could really look up to him a bit, Sean." <laughs> so he thought you were sick, and you were just being a fucking moron. <laughs> I'm gonna block Tom on golf balling stories for the day, so he can't see if there's a new golf ball. Unless he's oh, subscribed. you know I'm you know I'm DMing his ass immediately. <laughs> That uh, Doug, we should make one with us three. We we talked about that on the pod a few times. If anyone wants to make a group chat with us three, and either go at us for one of our takes or you know give us your stance on whatever. Um, yeah, they're they're fun. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll have to set that up after this. But Sean, should uh, I'm on top of the world. Should I go at you for feature groups yet, or or no? You know what? Go ahead, man. And because okay. I don't think you are on top of the world, I think you were this morning, and your confidence should have just taken a hit now. All right, guys. If you didn't listen to the last podcast two weeks ago, one week ago, two podcasts ago, Sean's out here. Sean and Nick are out here. They're like, oh, man, these feature groups suck. They're boring. Or I don't want to watch these guys. Why did Sergio Garcia win the golf tournament? I, it's I didn't tough. say that Sergio. I still didn't say Sergio Garcia is not good. I'm saying I. All I was saying is I want young golfers and storylines. 
Like, so I just went on the PGA Tour Twitter account. First, most recent tweet I saw was about Harry Higgs. He would be a great dude in a feature group because he's the funniest guy on tour. Yeah, like, the only problem is I'd rather watch all 12 of these golfers mic'd up than Harry Higgs just, just because, uh, unless Harry Higgs is having a good week. Dude, That's I'd rather watch Harry thing. Higgs. I would, I would pay to watch Harry Higgs every week mic'd up, whereas I wouldn't give a shit about Sergio Garcia. Hey, man, that's on you. You know who has a green jacket? A lot of people. <laughs> yeah, you know, since Patrick Reed won that green like, who the fuck's winning the Masters? Thank God Tiger won that because I forgot Sergio won a green jacket. Uh, Danny Willett has a green jacket. What? Yeah, I mean, the, I, get, uh... I get the Patrick Reed. I get it because he's a good golfer. You, you know, they're all, all the golfers I just named are obviously good golfers, but... I, I always forget Sergio Garcia won a Masters. Like, how did that happen? I thought he chokes every tournament he plays in. Well, that was kind of the thing. It was, it was finally his breakthrough major. Pretty he, good, memorable moment in his career. Sun is going to shine on a dog's ass every now and then. Yeah, there you go. But at the Masters? I mean, that's I what mean, Sergio needed. It it did, and I I don't want people thinking that I'm going at Sergio because I'm a Sergio fan, and he's a great golfer. I'm just, I was just looking. I don't even remember why I thought that. I remember that uh, he won a Masters, but I posted it on my story today because I'm like, who? I totally forgot that this that this happened. You know what? I'm I'm gonna come out with a take. I I don't I don't I don't think you're gonna agree with this. Good. But the Masters really doesn't. It doesn't always produce the best champions because it's. I think it's the easiest major to win. It's like the weakest wow. field of all the majors, just because you get the you get all the past champs and old fucks in there. The only the only element that isn't comparable to other majors is just the the mental effect of Augusta. I can't disagree. I mean, does Bubba win two Masters if it's or two majors if they're not masters. Definitely. I'm going to need you guys to debate this for a minute while I fact check this really quickly. Because I, what the fuck are There's you nothing about? to debate between us. I'm on yeah, we, we're in agreement. Or how about... <laughs> all right. No, it, it, what I'm saying is that's just bullshit. First off, the PGA Championship exists, Sean. You remember that, right? The PGA Championship's a major. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. There, all right. There are, the, then, there are the teaching professionals at the PGA Championship, but even a, most of those guys are still better than some of these like seventy-year-olds playing in the Masters. Okay. How about it, it's the also British like Open. it's a small field, so and it's it's just I think the, the Open. British not, Open's tough. I mean, yeah. Dude, I, I was about to look out. I was about to ask you, what are your top four majors? Doug, sorry. I yeah. mean, I think U.S. Open's number one. Wow. Wow. I just like it. I like watching them struggle. I do, I too. Do. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. And then I'm going to go Masters. I mean, but they're kind of 1A, 1B, I'll be honest. Yeah. And okay. Then, and then I'll go with the Open and then the PGA. Yeah. PG, PGA is auto four for me. <sighs> 
PJ Tour is one C for me. You uh, it goes one A Masters, one B U.S. Open, one C PGA, four British Open. Dude, you and Nick are just constantly disrespecting the Open. I I love the Open. It's got I mean, it There's nothing better than waking up, having a cup of coffee, watching the Open on six in the morning. And I don't I drink just, coffee, Doug, and I don't wake up till one p.m. The it's already over. The conditions are so unique compared to what we see weekly on tour. I mean, it's it's really just a different style of golf that it takes. So I I appreciate it quite a bit. So you know, I was looking up. I, I did a quick Google on guys who never won the Masters, and let's just let's just put it at Greg Norman, Johnny Miller, Ernie Els, Lee Trevino. But those are all older. So I mean, when they're gonna at, be. There's gonna be an extensive list like this for any major. Yeah. But Nicholson still doesn't have that U.S. Open. Yeah. I can't name any up-to-date golfers because it's like, I guess Steve Stricker, Ricky Fowler, Rory McIlroy. I don't feel good about these golfers. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> kind of wish I didn't. All name I'm them. saying is you don't have the same amount of star power in the Masters. Okay. As far as just well, I wouldn't say star power. You don't have the same depth of field in the Masters as the U.S. Open. I don't think you have a chance at that wild card coming in and stealing it. That at the no Augusta? That, yeah. Or U.S. Open? At, the, at Augusta. I agree. I mean, I, it's... I agree with you. I can see... I like both of your points. I like Doug's... Doug likes to watch him struggle at the U.S. I don't know. I, I still feel like saying the Masters is the easiest major to win is just it's, it's insane to me i okay i guess saying easiest major to win may have been may have been too general it's a better uh, way no, of i don't think it's it wrong because it's still a major it's still tough to win don't get yourself wrong but yeah of the major, and i don't it think is the easiest to win yeah i mean you you definitely can't quantify the like mental toll of being at Augusta, being in the Masters. I mean, that's that's just a lot of pressure in and of itself. But I think my overarching point was just due to the small size and, like, just shit at the Masters. It's, wow. it's a lot of... the easier. other thing is, is, guess what course they're going to play next year? Augusta. Guess what course yeah. they're going to play the year after that? Augusta. Doesn't change. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. Rory McIlroy is not a fan of that. Well, what? Ricky Fowler isn't either. Oh. <laughs> I Ricky Fowler's not a fan of the majors, though. <laughs> well, he he loves the he loves the backdoor top ten on Sunday. They're both they're that both big right. backdoor top ten on Sunday type of guys. Well, Rory is either uh, like recently he's either been a backdoor guy or just absolutely a jacks. Sean, we've we've gone at we've we've done this before, and I'm gonna hold myself back to wait till we're closer to the Masters if we're gonna talk about Rory's performance at Augusta. I was no, I, was I disagree. About, I was gonna talk talk about the Open oh. when he was in his when he was in his home country. Yeah, 
I remember that, that very clear. Too much pressure kind of gets to Rory. Does it? It does now, yeah. Does 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 pressure get to a four-time major champion at this point in his career? Very much so. I think the I only think thing showed. Do, did it show? I think I think Rory's tired because he's thirty, whatever. He's got a kid now. He's got a wife. I was to say he's tired because he's a dad. Exactly. He's got all that stress. But no, I just I, think I think the bigger thing to that is when you get married, you're goodbye golf game. See ya, Jordan Speed. Jordan see ya. Speed knows that. Ricky I Fowler. Think, see ya, Jordan Speed. I think with Rory, it all boils down to. At Augusta, he puts too much pressure on himself just to complete the career Grand Slam. Fuck you. Back at the Open last year, he was putting too much pressure on himself because it was his home country. He was expected to play well. And whenever he does that, he he can't he never has a consistent mentality. Like one year he'll be like, Oh, it's just any other tournament. The next year he'll be like, Oh, I've been preparing for this way more, like it's the biggest tournament of my career. He doesn't know how to handle that. <laughs> You can disagree all you want as a big Rory fanboy, but that's just the truth. No, I mean, I'm a Rory fanboy, and I'm kind of, I mean, you're not speaking untruths. Yeah, I mean, I, R- young Rory was phenomenal in majors. I, okay. like, I'm not denying that. I'm just yeah. saying at this point in his career, he puts too much pressure on himself, and it gets the best of him. Maybe young Rory was, like, too stupid in the head. He's like, I'm just going to hit it as far as I can, just like Bryson yeah. does now. And maybe maybe like, Rory maybe Rory needs to get he's like, oh. maybe he needs to get chubby again. I miss no no Rory. no I miss chubby Rory. No no yeah. and, no no because let's not forget that Rory McIlroy has won a major both overweight and shredded. So I I would say that him getting shredded made his career. What it was, I think that if Rory never got shredded, I'd say he has maybe three, two or three majors. I don't think he has four, regardless of, yeah, I, of I if was, he has more. I was very much not serious about that take. Oh, I, good, because I was going to say, like... <laughs> a perfect example of my sarcasm apparently not being clear. Um, no, that's a very good lifestyle choice for Rory as a whole, and it has definitely helped with his golf game in general. It's just now he needs to get the mental side down. But I just feel like it for Rory. Well, we'll I think we're, we'll do this a different day. But Rory, I think to me, is he's older. So he's not as good at golf. Or I think it's just a whole bunch of factors. He's, he's still one of the best old. golfers on the planet. I, yeah. He is the best golfer on the planet, Sean. No, you can't, you can't expect not. this guy to win every goddamn golf tournament. He's not Tiger Woods. Nobody, nobody, golf nobody said they expect him to win every golf tournament. The he only can't win point, every master. The only point I was trying to make is when Rory like has these great expectations for a tournament and puts a lot of pressure on himself, he doesn't perform. That well, was the why extent. Why do you win the tour championship? Huh? Why do you win the tour championship? Because there's not that, that's not the same for him as the Masters is or the Open in Northern Ireland. It's just tough for me to like say like with a straight face that Rory McIlroy not having a green jacket doesn't piss Rory McIlroy off. Like you just know that it keeps him up at night. I know that it pisses him just, off. That wasn't the point. 
No, I know. I'm, I'm going with your. He I'm wants going with so your point, badly. Sean. I'm going with your point on Augusta. That it just sucks. It sucks. I know. You know. It, we all know it. We all know it's in his head at Augusta. Sometimes, not every round. But he's had two Masters. He could have won now. Yeah. He could have two green jackets. He should have one green jacket at least. He's got none. And he's not going to have one this year because Bryson or next year because Bryson's going back to back. It's going to be unbelievable. So yeah, I don't know if I agree with that, but uh, <laughs> I don't right, think Bryson's winning. I hope for your sake, Jackson Rory does win this year. That would be probably the best thing to happen in my life. That may be the nicest thing I've said to you, but yeah. Well, you are kind of coming on the Rory train. I, I have been a big fan of Rory recently. I've, I've really started to appreciate just his all-around swagger. Next stop, Augusta, baby. Next stop. <laughs> there we go. All right, should I dive into these feature groups? 20 sure, minutes later. Man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coming in at number one from last year's Shriners Open winner, Kevin Na, who Doug and I were kind of talking about this before the pod, before Sean was on here. I'm... <sighs> Not really. I'm kind of starting to almost get on the despised Kevin Na train. Just I, there's, he's a little too much for me now. I, he's he's yeah, had his time. I, I the only time I used to like watching him play was uh, years ago when he had the yips with the driver and he would purposely whiff. That's pretty funny. But like I just you oh you've never it's been seen on golf that. No, I, I think it's been on golf line. Yeah, actually, I think you put it up recently. And I used to just like that mental struggle. It was always interesting to see. Oh, I didn't even name the group. You didn't. Kevin Na, Patrick Cantley, Ricky Fowler. We got Kevin Na, who's won at this place twice. So I guess it makes it a good enough group. I I just don't like Kevin Na, but whatever. We got Cantley, who's a stud at this tournament. Stud all around. And then Ricky Fowler, who... I think he backdoors it this week. I think he back backdoors the top ten. You know, I actually, I actually think that's a pretty good feature group. I think. Yeah, there you I go. I think Cantley, Cantley needs more recognition just in general. I think he's an underrated golfer, and Ricky Fowler is such a fan favorite that he's somebody who should be considered for featured groups quite often. Yes, there you go. You're, you're gonna love this I mean, next one. Both of you guys are gonna love the next one. Okay. Bryson DeChambeau, yeah. Cameron Champ. Gee, was that two size? Jeez. <laughs> and Matthew Wolf. Oh, God. Stop. Both of you did the same thing for all three of those guys. <laughs> those are just three people I don't really care to watch play. You don't I want mean, to watch the runner-up the U.S. Open? I mean... You don't want to watch the U.S. Open champ? Oh. Matthew Wolf, I just struggle with him. I, I actually like his game, but I just can't listen to him speak because I think he's just too immature compared to every other golfer. Like He's like our age, and you yeah. can really tell. I mean, he still seems like he's 18. Uh, I've threw me on tour. If I was on tour, I'd be like Matthew yeah, Wolf. He's just like, he's always giddy. Like, just chill, man. But he's kind of boring. Can't, yeah. Eh, not eh, not really. No, I, I I'd say personality is pretty boring. No, I think he just 
I think like when they had him mic'd up for that tailor made drive for relief or whatever, I wouldn't say he came across as boring. He just came across as too young. Uh, okay. What are your thoughts on uh, Matt Wolf, Doug? I'm kind of over him. What? We, we know He's his name. Like, I, I know, but you better get used to it. Thing, like I know he's gonna be here a while. We're gonna be watching it for a while. You're gonna be. I don't so- know if you like saw the tailor made thing where they were like having Jay and Jason Day like try to imitate his swing. Mm. Like, yeah, I I think it's I think it's just getting kind of old at this point. Yeah, like that's we all. I mean, we I all know we all know that he's super cool. talented. We all know that he fucking rips the ball, and we all know he's got a goofy ass swing, but it's super efficient. Like we we don't need to talk about it every single week. Why why in any world is that Matthew Wolf's fault and or problem? It's, it's not. not. Fault. Okay. It's, yeah. It's the golf or PGA tour in general or their media department. Yeah. We know I'm the not, on them. Uh, I'm not very excited about this group as much as I am for maybe the other three. If Bryson wasn't in it, well, I'm not a, you I've guys. Been, I've been very clear about my Bryson opinions. I know you have, so. but I love him and I think he's going to win this week. He's the uh, worst. I, he won't be my pick, uh, but Patrick I, Reed's the worst, and then Bryson is a close second. I would take Patrick Reed any day over Bryson. No way, no way. Doug, did you see I mean, the foreplay uh, interview with Patrick Reed at the end of one of the rounds? Uh uh-uh. uh He's he, he's a cool guy. It really sucked. He was a cool guy for can a I, minute. Can I can I elaborate on my Patrick Reed over Bryson thing? No. I'm going to. So, just I mean, dude. Patrick Reed's hitting from the fairway every shot, whether he's in a bunker or he's in the rough. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I totally don't, con- I don't I don't condone the cheating thing at all. I think that's <laughs> just blatantly disrespectful to the game of golf. But the difference for me there is Bryson, I think he's he's too whiny on the course for me. He, like, just yeah, bitches at his caddy all the time. Whereas Patrick Reed, I mean, he's got a temper, and but it's just different. Like Patrick Reed, to me, he he's a he's a fiery player, and aside from the cheating, I mean, he's a competitor, and I I, I appreciate that in a golfer. That's why I like John Rahm. I I just I, like I enjoy John golfers who get fired up. So I I take I mean I don't like Patrick Reed by any means, but I like him more than Bryson. It's the choker, isn't it? Oh, that! Oh. <laughs> That's the worst. I don't know why. I don't know why. I oh, I know why Bryson gets his hate, but I think it's just so undeserving. Eh, it's not undeserving. It's not undeserving. I think it's. He's I think it's tough. I think it's tough, but for the game of golf, it's just absolutely beautiful. It's beautiful. If he had, if he had a normal personality, I think he'd be one of the better liked guys. But we don't need that. We really we don't need that. We don't yeah, I mean, I don't I don't mind golf having a villain. Yeah. Well, now we got and, two. Oh. I mean, I think honestly, Bryson has taken over that role. Yeah, I. Has I think whenever been pretty quiet lately. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been cheating, I guess, as much. But I, the, what's tough is either next Ryder Cup people will like read again or. If he wins again, it'll the hate will be less. You know what? Patrick Reed during the Ryder Cup is electric. He is electric. I, uh, I, yeah, I like, I I like Patrick for him. Reed two, every, every two years. 
Yeah, yes. I will root for him till the day I till the day he retires in Ryder Cups. Now I'm Team Europe in Ryder Cups, but I do love Patrick Reed and what he does for for the USA team. How I just can't get fired. Like when I think of when I think of USA Ryder Cup golf, I think of like Matt Kuchar. I'm just instantly bored. I want to go I, take a nap. I think that's going to really change the next. No, year. it will. It will, and I, it'll be I'd great. I'd say. I'd say the last. Mm. Some of the Ryder Cup teams in more recent years were not very exciting, but I, I think I think now it's going to be a lot younger, a lot more exciting. So I'm pretty excited about I that. I agree. The sad part is, is we're going to see uh, at one year it's going to be no Tiger Woods. How are we going to feel about that? Matthew Wolf will take a spot. I actually, I wouldn't mind. A, I don't know. Maybe a Tiger Woods coach. Yeah, I, I kind of like Tiger Woods like in a coach that. role. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily need to see him at the Ryder Cup for me to get excited about it. But it doesn't know, hurt. Is it going to be a Ryder Cup without Tiger? I mean, I, for what we've seen for the past, what? Almost, well, 20 years? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting. I just think given... Given the amount of young American talent right now, I I think the Ryder Cups will be fun even without them. Well, what about the oh, young, I'm... rising European talent? Well, yeah. I mean, okay. the Europeans... Well, that's part of the fun. Exactly. The Europeans yeah, are need... a powerhouse. There's no need... doubt about that. Yeah, you need the Europeans to be very good still. So. And let's be very clear about something. It's one country versus a whole continent. So let's let's chill. It's unfair to begin with. Yeah, let's look at the geography. Um <laughs> So coming in feature group number three, Webb Web Simpson. I love Webb Simpson. But like a Webb Simpson, Matt Kuchar just sounds right at a Ryder Cup, and it just sounds like a snooze fest. Webb they, Simpson. They always, they always pair Webb Simpson with the like most unlikable guy on the Ryder Cup teams. P. Reed. It's always like Webb and Bubba. Oh, like I hate Bubba. Webb and Kuchar when Kuchar was being hated. They just, I think, yeah, I think they had him for with Patrick Reed for a while. Like, they they just kind of fuck Webb over, over. Well, this week he doesn't get fucked over. He's with Colin Morikawa and Joaquin Neiman. So, see, that's that's a good feature group in my opinion. I, I'm pretty sure I said that two podcasts ago. I, like, I'm fine with like one veteran and two young players. You've got the two young players right there. I mean, I still wouldn't mind seeing some like less well-known players but that's that's more of just me because i'm kind of a golf nerd that way yeah okay it's a step in the right direction though it is it's a huge step in the right direction coming in at number four we got sean's not gonna like this one sergio garcia jason day and hideki matsuyama that's horrible why why is it horrible hideki sucks like that, there. He's just not good. You wouldn't have said that two years ago. Yeah, but uh, he hasn't been good in a while. It's Corona. Jason Day. I mean, not not that notable anymore. He he really he isn't. Off the face of the earth. Yeah, but, I mean, he he's been plagued by injuries. So I, not a lot he can do about that, but I, it's not enough to justify a. J Day featured J if if J Day shoots like sixty seven tomorrow, that would be beautiful. Watch, he probably will. 
It probably yeah. will. It we probably will. You know what? Maybe I should just start shitting on the uh, on the featured groups where I want somebody to win. Uh-huh. Like if I was really pulling for J Day, I, I I should just start shitting on him if he's in the featured groups. And there's a hundred percent chance he'll win, just given it's, uh, it's given statistics. It's it's, it's it, but statistically it's pass it. Statistically, it's probably unlikely to hate to openly hate Jason Day and then like not be a hated person in the v- listeners' ears. Uh, Jason Day actually has quite a few haters. Why? A lot Why? of people think he's super soft. I mean, there was he that one super soft, soft, but there was that one tournament. <laughs> I don't I don't remember which tournament it was. Where, but he withdrew because of like back issues, and then was at Disney World with his kids. So, I don't you think know. Jason Day is as ridiculous ridiculous of a stance as you seem to think. I personally can't hate Jason Day. And, well, I'm not saying I do. I'm, I was just making the joke yeah. that I, I hated on Sergio last week. He won. So, from now on, whoever I hate on in the future who of those, is going to come out and win it. Who of those 12 are you going to go with this week to hate so to they hate? can win? Yeah, um, I'm feeling oh, Ricky Fowler if you could do it. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I like Ricky too much. <laughs> we go with Joaquin Neiman. I mean, what the fuck's that guy done recently? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that'd be cool. It would be wins. <laughs> yeah, me Look too. Out for it. <laughs> All right, I'll go through the power power rankings top five. Brought to you by the PGA Tour. That still has Tony Finau at number seven. Um, he tested positive for Corona, so he's not in this tournament. Um, I feel like Tony Finau's had co- Corona like six times by now. I, I don't know why, but I just feel like I've heard that so many different times. False positive, Sean. Number five, we got Colin Morikawa. Number four, Patrick Cantley. Number three, Matthew Wolf. Number two, Webb Simpson. Number one, Bryson DeChambeau. Not not, not shocking at all there. Field, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean those are just safe picks for power rankings. Yeah, they're really yeah. safe. <laughs> even even the order isn't that debatable, just yeah. given the way they've been playing recently. I mean, the only one that's really debatable in my mind is Webb at two, but supposedly this is a great course for his game. So, oh. I don't know. All right. Well, I got my picks ready. For my pick, I'm going to go with Bryson DeChambeau. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I have to because he's going to win. Um, as my sleeper, I'm going to – I'm really feeling Charlie Hoffman for, like, the last two months, and he's been playing pretty well sometimes. So um, that's my underdog. And then my obvious – my obvious who I want to win is Will Zalatoris again. Well, yeah. So. I almost probably, picked him as my sleeper again. Probably just going to say his name till he finally wins, which not finally, but should be soon. So Hopefully. What do you guys got? Um, my main top. I, I don't really know who I want to go with for this, but Sergio Garcia. I'm gonna I'm gonna settle on I'm gonna settle on Morikawa. I mean, it's a safe enough pick. He makes uh, lots of yeah. Lots, so. uh, yeah. But my sleeper. I'm really feeling Maverick McNeely this week. Wow. Yeah. I, I love love Maverick. Has he won before? 
Uh, not on the PGA Tour. I mean, he's like 22. Yeah. Um, but that's a hell of a sleeper. He he's a great player. I've, I've seen him play in person, and I, if, I, want, I want to see him get it done. If he could pull it off, he'd he'd solidify himself for future future group next time he plays, most likely. Well, yeah, so yeah you, just you'd give get, him the way. To, you'd get it. You're, give you're, him the you'd way get the your wish. Does things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Doug. Who you got? I'm gonna go with Ricky. Nice. Court congratulator himself. And then uh, underdog, I want to go with Pat Perez just because he's from Vegas. Hey, that that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I love that you brought up Ricky being the tour congratulator. That's I love that nickname. That's from the glorified donkey guys. That's what that's what uh, they that's... call him. I have to. Yeah, no, no laying up is always making fun of him for that too. I mean, he's just he's always out there on the 18th green. It's I mean, <laughs> ready to shake a ham like a Walmart reader. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, I'll give him I'll give him some credit. Uh, he he loses with grace, but you know, as I said, I I like people who are a little pissed off after they play badly or lose. So I'm with you. I mean, I'm not I'm not opposed to him not shaking their hand. Maybe do it afterwards somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, just like everybody else, like do it, do it in the clubhouse later. You don't need to be on exactly. the screen. But you oh. know what? Respect to Ricky's parents. They they raised that they raised that boy well. They raised a gentleman. They yeah. really did. Raise it. Feel feel good for his missus. She's a lucky lady. Yeah, I I miss single Ricky though. Well, yeah, cause single he, Ricky, single Jordan Spieth. He probably could have won a major if he. Stuck with it long enough, dude. Just like the things he did when he was single were hilarious. Like the Ryder Cup pictures where everyone's like standing there with their wives, yeah. and he's just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that was a meme for a long time. Yeah. That still gets memed. Uh, uh, Sean, who's your who's your don't be that guy for this this podcast? I didn't have anything too specific, just because. Uh, just because I used a lot of those on the pet peeves. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say don't be that guy who averages like 120 and tells me that they consistently drive the ball 300 yards. My my college roommate was one of those guys. Like he'd call me over quarantine and just be like, yeah, I'm hitting the driver real well now, like constantly 300. I'm like, the last time we played, you hit it maybe 210. So I, th- I think whenever somebody tells you their drive, if they're like worse, like if they're worse than a five handicap, I'd say, how, much, how, many, how many yards do you think you should add? Like 50? Or is that. You mean how many yards do you think you should subtract? Or subtract, yeah. 50? Thirty to fifty depends. Because depends how outrageous. I know a few people who are like, yeah. When I really milk one, it's three hundred, three thirty. I'm like, well, are you on tour? Well, oh it's espe- no, you're it's not. Especially, so. It's especially bad for people around our age. Yeah, because uh, yeah. they all like think, oh, I'm so strong, I should hit it three thirty. Like, yeah. yeah, golf's not really about strength. I mean, I love playing with those people because I'll hit it like fifty yards past them. And they're like, man, how far do you hit the ball? Like 360? I'm like, no, like 300. And they're just like, no, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, you just have no idea how far you hit it. 360, you'd be, you'd be on tour. 
with your skill level, you'd be on tour if you're probably not. 16. I'm a garbage putter. <laughs> Fine, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be sitting here making a podcast with me talking about talking about this. I love that. If there are a lot of things. Music. There are a lot of things that could have gone better in my life to where I wouldn't be sitting here making a podcast. With you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that wraps us up. I want Doug. I want you to. You know, you're our number one fan. You're our first ever purchaser of an item. Um, you could just say customer, you know. <laughs> oh, I couldn't think of the it's widely accepted term. Or you could class <laughs> it up and say client. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're our first client. <laughs> really, anything except uh, purchaser works. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like. Uh, never mind. Yeah. Or like, it could have even gone friend. Really. Who's, who's golf balling's first friend for all three of us? Is that what we're um, gonna start calling our followers as friends? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that does kind of align with that master's merch we've been considering. So, um, see. But anyways, Doug, we mentioned your name every other podcast. Basically, anything you want to tell the podcast listeners about you, so that they can get a better idea of. For in the future, like maybe, uh, what'd you what'd you fire today, or was it yesterday that you played? It was today I played. Oh, today, what'd you fire? It was it was a Nick round. Let's be honest, it was teetering <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Ended up putting like forty one on the front, and then in the back nine just like twenty eight. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The the forty one on the front's very respectable, though. Yeah. No. That's yeah. That's. That's very respectable, yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe a maybe a fun fact. You got any fun fact? Throw it back to college. College, <laughs> who went to college, please. I, I know. Yeah, <laughs> certainly not me. Certainly <laughs> all. <laughs> I got no fun facts. I'm a pretty boring person. Kind of... <laughs> don't listen to him. He's not a boring guy. He's he's a Braves fan. Um, oof. he's a hell of a golfer. Well, so, like you text me today, you're like, "What are we getting? We're gonna do. You want to do a podcast?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Like, <laughs> I haven't watched golf all week. I've been watching playoff baseball. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, I mean, realistically, golf. how often do you think we watch golf? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there was, watched a little U.S. Open and then watched a little PGA. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. The last few tournaments have been kind of snoozers. Oh, they're horrible. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. huge. Yeah. You got the NBA finals going on. You got the MLB playoffs. You got football back. Um, you you have anything else to do outside. You could read a book. You could paint. In I fairness, think college it is, basketball is getting ready to get started too, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. I had we we need to talk about this next podcast. Then why is college football a thing and college golf is canceled? Not all college golf is money. That's, yeah, yeah that's, that's the answer. It's a financial that's not, thing. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's not. It's not fair. I mean, that's specifically the case at my school, and I, given that I have insider information, I can know uh, that. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about that at a different time. All right. All right. Uh, well, Doug, thanks for coming on, man. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure you'll thanks be back. On. Yeah. No, well, you'll be back on. We'll have to get you. 
We'll have to get you on with Nick, you know, once we get that timing right. And if, uh, if Nick ever returns, I mean, who yeah. knows at this point? <laughs> if Nick leaves, we we have our new co-host right here. That's right. I'm in. But, yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, please subscribe, leave a rating, um, do anything you want to do, and you could uh, – all of our all of our reviewers are also clients of ours. So if you want to become a golf balling client, like friends, friends, <laughs> yeah, they're all friends. They're all friends Friend. of the pod. So <laughs> thanks, Doug, for coming on. Sean, you got any last uh, any 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 closing remarks for either of you? I think you know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll let Doug go first because mine's kind of a last word. <laughs> I'm just finally glad to get to see that D three swing. <laughs> oh my swing is my swing is horrible right now i've not been playing a lot of golf but you know what maybe we'll maybe we'll take a road trip this summer and you can see it in person let's make it happen Hell all yeah. right oh yeah well um thanks for listening guys cheers